the introduction of, you know, using more and more paper money, more and more fiat currency in the US, that again was really just following the lead of consumer behaviour. Paper money had been around for quite some time in the US, so they weren't strangers to it, it had been around for decades. Um, but people were starting to see the convenience of paper money and they were opting to use that over gold and they were storing their gold and keeping their safe at the bank. So banks were issuing more and more paper currency but they were issued, um, but people re were redeeming less and less gold. So that's a classic example of what happened then of how the central bank was really just catching up with what society was doing then. And then what we're seeing now is central banks introducing their digital currencies. They're really just catching up with where society is moving to. Welcome to the Exponential Investor Podcast. Want to be a better, smarter, more clued up investor? Well, you've come to the right place. We cover the breakthrough investment ideas you don't hear about in the mainstream to keep you on top of the megatrends and opportunities reshaping our world. And welcome to Exponential Investor Podcast this week. Today, I am your host, Shay Russell, and joining me today is my fabulous co-host, Sam Volkering. Sam, how are you, mate? Uh, good morning, or what should I say, good evening for you, Shay, or for everyone that's watching at home. Good morning or good evening. I don't know. You know, I don't actually know where people are in the world that end up watching this, but I'm guessing it's everywhere. Do you know, this is the problem with how we consume uh, information and entertainment these days is I actually don't know what is the correct greeting to use. It was great when the pandemic first hit <laughs> because I stuck with... Yes, I hope this email finds you well. It was really easy to start a conversation with somebody because you automatically inquired after their health. Now we're back uh, to having to try and work out, do we acknowledge that it's morning there or an evening here? I tell you what, e email uh, email greetings or, or, or goodbyes or whatever are always the most awkward things. It's like, hi, John, or it's like, hey, or it's like, John. And it's like you can just get all these different perceived tones from it. And then it's like, do you sign off regards? Is that too formal? Is it like until next time? Or is it uh cheers? Uh <laughs> or just or just like I do occasionally, just initials. Yeah, I'm that cold blooded. It's just initials. Okay. At the risk of derailing this, I can't stand the single initial sign off. In my head, I'm like, you pompous. I won't follow the rest of that. I'm just gonna stop signing off to them. I'm just gonna end a paragraph or a sentence and that's it. Nothing else. <laughs> That is actually a bit of a boss move, isn't it? It's like, no, I said what I had to mm. say. The whole point of signing off was, well, to, to be fair, the whole point of signing off on an email, on a letter, was to let somebody know who had written to you. We don't need to do that anymore because the name of the person is in your email. Well, we have completely derailed uh, today's podcast <laughs> yeah. before we even started. I, I do what want to add one more thing before. We've gone so far <laughs> off what we were going to go down the track with. But it's like um, I was talking to someone the, the other day about, about – um, uh, kids learning like information technology and computer skills uh, at school and things like that. And I read this interesting thread about how a lot of kids now are fantastic with tablets and smartphones. They're great with messaging apps and all that sort of thing. They can't organize a file folder on a PC though and email. They just don't even know what it is. And I, rem I remember even through my lifetime, there's a, a thousand and one things like, email is dead this is going to kill off email and we all end up reverting back to email but i wonder if it's it's one of those generational things where it just takes that entire generation of kids that just don't use or care about email 
that's going to actually end up killing off email in sort of the next 30 years rather than like Slack or Teams or any of those sorts of things that are perceived email killers uh, where they're really not. Um, but it, it ends up just being a generational thing where all anyone born basically after 2010 just won't won't use email because why would you? You know, classic. I actually think that's great. And I'm going to derail this conversation a little further and wholeheartedly support that. Uh, so I have a kid born in 2011 and then another one in 2012. So they are the generation you're speaking of. Um, before my son could write, he was sending voice messages over his iPad to family. It will, yeah. it, it, it's at the point where even they don't really need to read as much. And, you know, obviously we're learning the skills of reading, but they've gone straight to communicating in an audible format. Uh, if I, you know, go out, my daughter communicates to me via video. She's not sending me messages. She's sending videos uh, with either really bad audio or really bad visuals. So I completely agree. The actual email killer is, I think it's Gen Alpha, born after 2010. It's That's the generation that's going to kill off email because they found a more efficient method of communication. It makes sense though, right? When you really think about it, email is horrible. Like email oh, is no. just, it's time consuming to 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 put together sending a voice note is so much easier to if you can't speak with someone immediately directly but you need to send them a, a, a note which is an, an email is really just a note yep. um with all these weird conventions that we use on it a voice note is so much easier i i've got i've got to admit i've been slow to come around to the use of voice notes on like whatsapp and that signal or any of the other messaging platforms that we use but I'll, I'll get there <laughs> and I'm, and I'm probably, I'm probably one of the faster adopting people of, of my generation, that sort of thing. But yeah, every, every time you're out in public, it's like, I saw another thing where it's like, why do you, why do young people always use speakerphone when they're talking to their friends and stuff? Like, it's just a generational thing. Just get used to it. That's, that's the evolution of communication. And, and really, if you think about it, a voice note is better. So they're actually, they are leveling up really when it comes to communication. If if all email was just voice notes, simple, hold to record. Oh, hey, I just wanted to let you know that, that about that piece of work. It's not really quite what I was looking for. You get you get all the things that you don't get in email. So you get tone, you get context, yeah. all of those communication contextual con contextual things. Um, that you don't get in an email. How many times have you got an email and you're like, oh, that's a bit nasty, but I guarantee you that the person who sent it wasn't intending that at all. All that's gone. No no cheers, no hey or hi at the start, just, hey, just wanted to send you a message or hi, I wanted to send you a message or Shay, you're fired. Um, you know, things like that, right? You could be much more, you could be just much more direct. Yeah, completely agree. Uh, Sam, you are one of the earliest adopters that I know of. So the fact that you haven't embraced sending voice messages um, I'm quite interested by, uh, I'll be honest, my kids broke me. They're the reasons why I send voice messages now because that's how they were communicating. It's like, well, I better meet you halfway. Not only that, like, is anybody, like, I'm pretty fast. I'm pretty quick on a QWERTY keyboard on my phone. But, you know, um, my, my boyfriend's significantly older than me and he's a, a, a clunky tapper with the one finger. It, sending a message that way is unbelievably inefficient and time-consuming to construct, construct a sentence. A quick hold button send voice message gone and done. So you're right. The email killer is um, is actually our kids. They're the ones that are finally going to kill email. Oh, Sam's gone. It's just me. 
All right, apologies for that interruption. It appears that the rain has washed out Sam's internet over there in the UK. And I think that is uh, highly amusing because here in Australia, we like to joke that the rain often takes our internet out. And it's not often that our internet holds up against the UK's. So today's uh, podcast has been derailed entirely from what we were planning on talking about originally. Uh, we started off today's conversation talking about the death of email and salutations. And now I am here to basically touch on this concept of cryptocurrencies, cryptocurrencies or even digital banking uh, cryptocurrencies. Now, I'll be honest, I'm a little bit of a fish out of water on this subject. I was very much hoping Sam could join us. So next week, I'm going to hit Sam with these questions about uh, digital currencies and what they actually mean, uh, especially too. And there's a, there is a reason why I do want to have this conversation. There is a uh, in Australia, there was this cryptocurrency king who recently just spent 18 million Australian dollars uh, buying a very, very expensive house in Melbourne. I think it's one of the most expensive houses in the city of Melbourne. Um, and it's unusual that somebody labelled as a cryptocurrency king would want to get out of cryptocurrency and move into um, a, a multi-million dollar house. It made no sense. I wanted to put that question in front of Sam. Also, too, I wanted to discuss the reporting of it because depending on which paper you go to, it changed the type of the narrative around it. One newspaper was very excited. It's like, look at this guy paying $80 million for a house. Another newspaper was like, millennial ditches crypto for hard assets like a house. So it was two type of stories there around cryptocurrencies and because there is a um, conflicting sentiment. Oh, you know, there's a lot of positive sentiment. There's a lot of negative sentiment around crypto. So I did want to push, run that past uh, Sam. But we are unable to do that uh, today. However, I will just touch on uh, the one thing I do know about cryptocurrencies, or not so much cryptocurrencies, but one thing I do know about money. Now, um, the Australian, the, the Reserve Bank of Australia is in the process of seeing if there's a base case to introduce the concept uh, a di uh, a digital, uh, wow, I'm tripping over my words. This is what happens when I'm left on my own. Um, a crypto, basically a central bank digital currency. It shouldn't be that hard. They're starting the invest out to see if it stacks up. Now, I know that's been talked about in over in England or in the UK, but it hasn't happened as of yet. Um, now, when people start talking about uh, uh, central banks' digital currencies, there can be that automatic negative sentiment towards it. It's like, you know, it's sucking you more and more into the finance system. And yes, it is. It is very much bringing you into the, um, the financialized ecosystem. It is doing that. But what people seem to be forgetting is that, believe it or not, central banks only act on what's already happening in the marketplace. Uh, so, for example, you know, we're using less and less cash and the, um, the pandemic only accelerated that to where most people, you know, tap their cards now for even the smallest uh, fee. Um, so the Reserve Bank of Australia moving to trial central, uh, a central bank digital currency really isn't a surprise. And it's not even thought leadership. It's really just catching up where the rest of society is in Australia. Um, we only need to look back to the shrinking use of gold in the US in the 1910s and the 1920s. Now, a lot of gold bugs, and I am one myself, and I, I, I hang out in those communities, do like to talk about, um, uh, sorry, I've just got a message from Sam saying, I don't think my internet's still working yet. I think it is if the message is coming through, Sam, but we'll, let, we'll chat later. Um, so a lot of people, a lot of gold bugs like to talk about how, um, you know, they were forced into the paper, the fiat system uh, by the Bretton Woods Agreement and all of these little things that happened when the, the Federal Reserve Central Bank uh, was created in 1912 or 13. That's probably a date I should know off the top of my head. 
I don't, but it was around then. Uh, the thing is, now I'm not going to talk about the touch on the set, the creation of the Federal Reserve Bank. However, when the introduction of, you know, using more and more paper money, more and more fiat currency in the US, that again was really just following the lead of consumer behaviour. Paper money had been around for quite some time in the US, so they weren't strangers to it, it had been around for decades. Um, but people were starting to see the convenience of paper money and they were opting to use that over gold and they were storing their gold and keeping their safe at the bank. So banks were issuing more and more paper currency but they were issued, um, but people re were redeeming less and less gold. So that's a classic example of what happened then of how the central bank was really just catching up with what society was doing then. And then what we're seeing now is central banks introducing their digital currencies. They're really just catching up with where society is moving to. Now I am, um, well, most people do tap with their cards. I'm still stuck in the old ways. I do like to use cash. Now that is, um, Sam and I will delve into that uh, a little more next week. And I do promise for this uh, interrupted podcast, I hope there are some good bloopers that the production team are able to take out of it. Now, I've taken up enough of your time this week. Thank you very much, everybody, for patiently listening through this one. Uh, the email salutations uh, and how to finish uh, the salutations and signs off was an interesting topic today. Uh, and hopefully next week, Sam's internet's working, the rain hasn't washed it out. And we'll be able to talk more in depth about the future of cryptocurrencies and how really people are moving to cryptocurrencies and they're actively moving away from paper money. All right, that's it for today. And to quote Sam, thanks for watching and bye for now.